Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we continue in the book of Luke, starting with chapter 16. Jesus told this story to his disciples. There was a certain rich man who had a manager handling his affairs. One day, a report came that the manager was wasting his employer's money, so the employer called him in and said, What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order because you are going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, Now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have the strength to dig ditches, and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he invited each person who owed money to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, How much do you owe him? The man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, take the bill and quickly change it to 400 gallons. And how much do you owe my employer? He asked the next man. I owe him 1,000 bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. The rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are trust- if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? No one can serve two masters, for you will hate the one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. The Pharisees, who dearly loved their money, heard all this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, You are you like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. Until John the Baptist, the law of Moses, and the messages of the prophets were your guides. But now... The good news of the kingdom of God is preached and everyone is eager to get it, to get in. But that doesn't mean that the law has lost its force. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the smallest point of God's law to be overturned. For an example, 
A man who divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery. And anyone who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried, and he went to the place of the dead. There in torment he saw Abraham in the far distance with with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish. Besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want to warn them so that they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, There will always be temptations to sin, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. So watch yourselves. If another believer sins, rebuke that person. Then if there is repentance, forgive. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns again and asks for forgiveness, you must forgive. The apostle said to the Lord, Show us how to increase our faith. The Lord answered, If you have faith even as small as a mustard seed. You could say to this mulberry tree, may you be uprooted and planted in the sea and it would obey you. When a servant comes in from plowing or taking care of sheep, does his master say, come in and eat with me? 
No, he says, prepare my meal, put on your apron, and serve me while I eat. Then you can eat later. And does the master think the servant thank the servant for doing what he was told to do? Of course not. In the same way, you when you obey me, you should say, We are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. In today's reading, we again see Jesus talking about the need of forgiveness. It's so, so important for for us to be able to, to forgive someone who has wronged us, even if that person wrongs us over and over and over again. Forgiveness is a key because we have been forgiven by the Father above. How wrong it would be for us to withhold forgiveness when we have been forgiven of so much. Of course, it's easy for us to keep a record of wrongs. It's easy for us to look at someone and say, but they have hurt us over and over again. They make the same mistakes over and over and over again. Therefore, be tempted to not forgive. And yet, isn't that exactly what we do with our Father in Heaven? That we wrong Him over and over again. We sin time and time again. We fall into temptation, and it doesn't even take much work many times. And yet, the Father continues to forgive us, even though we don't deserve it. Therefore, we need to be quick to forgive. Perhaps there's someone in your life today that you have not forgiven. Maybe it's a wrong that was done yesterday, a month ago, a year ago, many years ago. Something that you have held on to and have refused to forgive. The only person you are hurting is yourself. In fact, to go a step further, we are commanded by Jesus himself to forgive. So if we justify our lack of forgiveness, if we try to come up with excuses, all we are doing is disobeying the Savior. You see, we are the servant. He is the master. And therefore, when he tells us to do something, just as he says here at the end of our reading, we are simply doing our duty when we obey him. It's time to forgive. It's time to let it go. It's time to move on in better and more productive things than holding on to the wrongs that have been done, whatever they might have been. It's time to forgive. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. 
Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.